was that was, was real big. abrupt. It was real abrupt. I, I was thinking about what I wanted well, to say. Intro anyway, was big. welcome. Yes, welcome back to the. It was real customer service with it too Hi. for some reason. What was that? Um, that was that was. This is the right show, guys. I'm sorry if that, that was, was ran you away. Hi. Um, okay, now that sounded bad. I hope it did not sound that bad. Anyway, <laughs> welcome back to the Mind of Plenty podcast. The infliction. We're yes, you do. We are Monty G and Mo, the co-hosts of this lovely, lovely uh, chatting hour today. Today we're going to talk to you about the New Japan Cup That's finals. What you call it? You call it a chatting hour. <sighs> Can you just let me... Let's go. Go ahead. I'm sorry. You're right. I'll, right. Whenever I mess up your flow, you get all weird. So that's I'm fair. Trying to, go ahead. I'm trying to do ACO, and you just won't let me do it. Go ahead. All right. So we're going to talk about the New Japan Cup finals. We're going to talk about um, the upcoming weekend. You know, it's a big weekend. My birthday, uh, wrestling stuff, WrestleMania. It seemed like that pop was for wrestling. <laughs> It, it, was, it was for the little, birthday. Little it was for the birthday. It was for both. There you go. Oh, I feel love. Get your own sound. I guess. <laughs> hey. Um. So yeah, a bunch hey. of wrestling events. We got NXT stand and deliver. We've got WrestleMania's night one and night two. We've got a whole bunch of independent promotions. Did you say ROH Honor Card? The Ring of Honor Super Card. Yes. And uh, New Japan Strong's, uh, I think they're calling it uh, the shootout, the Long Star Shootout. Oh, Long Star it's Shootout. In Texas. Yeah, it's, in right. te- it's in Dallas. So, Everything's in Dallas. So of course it is. It's, it's like, really just so. Really, we're just talking about like five shows from Dallas. I guess. Yes, yes, it is. And then we're gonna talk about the or bus six, down, probably. bus down episode five. three. Um, we're gonna take a, a a trip into the 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 mind of me, obviously, instead of just the mind of Monty with a little uh. Corner section. I forgot the name of my show. Mm. Oh, well. Moe's Marbles. Moe's Marbles. Moe's Marbles. You came up with it, and you don't know your own I've lost my marbles. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. That's going to be my tagline. It's like, oh, my God, this is what I've lost my marbles over this week. We'll get to that later. Uh, No, that's bad. Y'all, send me some emails and let her know. If you like that or not. I won't believe it unless I see it. So. That's what I'm saying. That's I say send it. <laughs> anyway, let's get started. So the New Japan Cup Finals wrapped up earlier this week. Um, do you want me to go ahead and say who the winner is, even though you've already kind of, you know, tweeted about it? I mean, yeah, you can go ahead. I'm just going to recap right. how we got there. So, so congratulations really to Zack Sabre Jr. This is his second cup win. Yeah. Second cup win. Um... Our pops are really delayed today. They're all they're not always on point. But yeah, go ahead. Tell us about you know, tell it, us about the journey. Uh well, I did tweet it tweet it out uh about you know congratulating the you know, the best technical wrestler in the world. And I think the way the New Japan Cup wrapped up, that's all he, he in both of his uh matches, that's what he did. He he showed why he's the best technical wrestler and starting off with uh you know, where we left off, Shingo versus Zack Sabre Jr., you know, it's just always a good time when uh, when they're fighting. You know, I've mentioned this in the past, when, uh, especially when they fought last year in the G1, you know, when Zack got the win there, you know, uh, you know, when the stakes is high, you know they're going to go hard, and that's exactly what happened. And, 
They're just two. They're two best in the world. I I've, I've mentioned I had Shingo probably as my wrestler of the year last year, and you know Zack Sabre Jr. was right behind him, or at least definitely in that conversation because he's been killing it for a long time. And you know this match itself had a great story connected with having the Shingo uh, earlier in the tournament, which is another reason why I love these tournaments. You know uh, he got dropped on his head, and Zach worked his neck consistently. Uh, he got dropped in his head by Chase Owens in earlier, uh, you know, th- tournament action. I mentioned that, and now Zach was going to work his neck in the submission. He's a submission master, so he targets body parts. That's all he does. He's, it's essential to what he do, and he he did it. He was doing both. Like that's what Zach does. Zach is not just like your prototypical submission wrestler, and where he targets one thing. Uh, he he likes to, he can do he can submit you many ways, and he likes to target multiple things. So he was targeting Shingo's neck. But then he also was messing with the arm. So he would go in the arm bars. He would go in the chokes. Like I said, Zach is like I said, just out of this world technically. And, uh, you know, he's just a genius in the ring. And when the pace quickens, you know Shingo hits hard and they, they hit another gear together in typical Shingo uh, fashion. You know, to the point to where I thought he had Zach beat at times. But, you know, Zach kept transitioning to different submissions. And he choked Shingo out. You know, with a wonderful escape at the end there, and you know it was just a perfect match. It was very, very. I I wrote that perfect. I wrote that it was perfect after it happened. And uh, anytime Zach and go, Shingo goes after it, it's gonna be good. But you know, again, like I mentioned, for all those reasons I just mentioned, uh, I thought this was a match that uh, people should seek out. It was just a great cup match, setting up uh, Zach's path to the final. Uh, and Okada versus Naito was right after that, and I mentioned. The last time, I probably mentioned uh, a couple of times now, there's no no two people. Like, if it's any, like when you listen to me and you don't know much about New Japan, these two guys are the number one and number two. Uh, you know, no matter how you slice it, you know, sometimes it can be interchangeable depending on what's going on in New Japan. But really, Okada's that guy that, you know, you that you know he's the number one. And then you have Naito. And this is the first time they really fought two matches this close together. You know, he just had the title match on the anniversary show, and then now in the G1, I mean, uh, not G1, in the uh, New Japan Cup semifinals, here they are. And, you know, Okada was really aggressive, you know, uh, and he was really, he was going after, uh, you know, Naito really, really aggressively, like, shocked me at times because Naito and him usually, they go after it, but it seemed like Okada, it seemed like Naito really gets under Okada's skin. You know, uh, and he really got to him in this match. Uh, but, uh, you know, Naito went to his Okada's knee, wore that down, which is kind of funny because everyone loves to go after Naito's bad knees. So, you know, they have they both hit their signature high-impact high impact moves and, you know, just showed again just how well they know each other because they just work easily together. You know, the English commentary team was highlighting how, you know, they were in Osaka for – much of Naito's downfalls when he lost to Okada, when, you know, he was babyface and they booed him out of the arena years back. So every bad thing you think of that happened to Naito recently, even the evil turning on him uh, happened in Osaka. So ha- having a, a great match there and then, you know, for Naito finally being able to pull out the victory again over, over, over Okada with a roll-up like he's beating everyone with. He surprised Okada, and even Okada had to give him a... a Standing ovation. <laughs> so anytime these guys are in high stakes matches or just in any matches, they're gonna really go go great. And even with Okada's dominance, you know, I had no clue who's gonna win that match. So, you know, I, I love Kenny Omega. I love Tanahashi, 
But I think Naito is probably Okada's greatest rival. They are now six and six against each other. So they've literally they're literally that deadlocked <laughs> at the top. They're six and six against each other all the time. So yeah. I love Naito and Okada. That was another great chapter right there. And uh, you know, by the way, he hadn't used his Destino, but he used his Destino in that match against Okada. So there you go. Saving it for Okada kinda. And, you know, he out-wrestled Okada. That doesn't happen often. And, you know, it's just, like I said, this set up Zack versus Naito in the final. And it was just it's a great choice. You know, Naito wanted revenge for what happened in the G1 because, like we mentioned last year, when he after we talked about it on G1, on the G1's first night, yeah. what happened? Yeah, Naito couldn't fight anymore. Yeah, he was mm-hmm. done. He was hurt after that match with Zack. So, you know, it was, he could he get revenge? And then would Zack become two-time uh, New Japan Cup winner? Which – both of these guys could have been two-time, depending on who won. And uh, in the final match, uh, like I said, these are two of my favorites in the entire company. So I was pumped, you know, watching this back. And, like, I was, I honestly thought it was a toss-up. I didn't really know who would win, you know. Even, you know, watching it post getting it spoiled, it, it almost immersed you to the point where it's like, no, nah, let, let's just experience the match. And if you just experience the match, like, they, the intensity there was great. And I love the gamesmanship that they, they have. You know, they really like each other for some reason, in my opinion, even though they hate each other. Like, Chris Chris Charlton on commentary said it's a love-hate element to their matches and to their relationship. And, you know, it makes sense because Naito has embarrassed uh, Zach in the past by out-wrestling him or besting him at, at the right time. And Zach has injured Naito. <laughs> so it's kind of funny how it works, how it's weird, but they kind of – you can kind of see it in this match as they like each other along with competitively hating each other, I guess you can say. So it's just a unique element when you think about this feud. And and Zach, just like usual, tried his damnness to uh, take Naito's knees away. He's injured him. That's what he did last time. He's injured his knees multiple times, actually, I think. And, uh, you know, Naito battles back. Like he always do, went through Zach, went to Zach's neck area, setting up a lot of his big moves, the Destino, the Esperanza, Gloria, everything Naito does drops you on your neck, pretty much. So, yeah, yeah so yeah, he works the neck a lot in his matches, and they just they they, they work really really they work in bursts. Like so, it was the pace will slow down, and the next thing you know, bam, Hurricane Rana turned into like a uh, you know rear naked choke or a triangle choke. And it's just like out of nowhere, Zach has got a submission, or out of nowhere, Naito has hit a nice move, and they just really, really kind of do a really did a really good job of kind of calm, getting everybody down, and then going on these rampages of just great, great wrestling, great moves, and it was just great. I, I really enjoyed it. I can't really even do it all justice, but they really like, like I mentioned with Naito and Okada. Naito has really great chemistry with Zach, also, and you know. When the uh you know when they finally got to the point where you kind of get that classic that famous strong style spear you get to that point in the match, uh I was already losing my mind and then when D- when Zach hit his DDT into the Zach driver to finish it, it was just like it was I loved it it was just great and it was it was just a everybody was hyped Chris Charlton was screaming Kevin Kelly was screaming it was just great it was it was nice it was a nice intense moment and then you have after the match them kind of. Night, you could see Naito kind of talking, even though he was still laid out on his back. And Zach crawled to him and he kind of embraced him. And, like, it was kind of cool, like I said, to see them because 
if you don't know that they kind of appreciate each other, it's hard to tell because they've always tried to hurt each other. It's kind of one of those weird relationships, but they really yeah. respect each other. Because even the night before when Naito won and he clinched it, he you, he called Zach out. Zach didn't want to come to the ring. He was like, you know, he, uh, manana. I see you manana. He was like, I, you know, yeah, whatever. We can talk tomorrow. And uh, Naito, Naito uh, was talking to him in English. Please come down, Zach. And, like, they was all... <laughs> And then, like, Zach, Zach didn't want to come. He said, don't worry. I'll see you tomorrow. He bowed. They bowed to each other. It's like, it's so cool. Uh, like, they they don't like each other, but they like each other. It's so weird to explain. You only have to watch it to kind of understand it. But, yeah, they got a respect for each other. That's the way I put it. Go. Like, I don't think they like each other, but I think they respect each other. And even they Zach said after he won. Other. Right. They definitely love to fight each other. And I think Zach said after he won that uh, he a part of him. Uh, a small part of him wanted Naito to beat him that night, uh, but uh, 99.1% <laughs> was over the moon that he won. So Zach was great. He dedicated his whole victory to George Michael because he said at one point when he got dropped on his head, he was uh, hallucinating that he's having this conversation with George Michael who told him to use the techers. And he's like, I tried that already. It didn't work. And he said, all right, use the Zach driver. And then he used the Zach driver, and that's how he won the match. So he dedicated his victory to George Michael. The he singer? Said, yes, the, the pop singer. Yes, the pop star. He yeah, said, he said He said he was interrupting George Michael playing basketball with Prince. Ah. That's what that's where his mind went when he got dropped on his so head. So he died. He said, he said yes, my my slightly concussed brain produced the hallucination that helped me win the cup. That's what he said. <laughs> I love Zach. Like I said, he's awesome. And uh, this is just, like I said, overall, I really recommend uh, everybody to watch that final match at least. If you can't get the whole entire cup, and you know, it just really explains why I love the, you know, the cup and G one season, and you know, he's the best technical wrestler in the world. I can only, I can't say enough about Zach. And new, the New Japan Cup overall in this review, I had fun. I, this was awesome being able to. I basically talked about every match in the New Japan Cup. So I thank everybody who's been listening, and if you, you know, all the engagement and all the people who care about uh, what I've been doing with New Japan, I appreciate that. I appreciate everybody who's been sticking with it. And uh, in, and the people who've been keeping up with the cup, you know, I had a lot of people, uh, you know, engaged. Like I said, even with my post about Zach, it was kind of cool to see how many, how much reach just celebrating that victory got. So that was cool to see. Uh, so yeah. Uh, anyway, the point is, I don't know if I'll be able to do the G one like that because G one is a little bit faster paced. Like it's some every it's a show every day. They don't necessarily care if you get sleep. <laughs> it, it's way. Different, way a little bit more different, a little bit long, way longer. By the it's, way, it's round robin the, uh, instead of single elimination. Yes, it's not single elimination. Uh, but best of the Super Junior is next, so maybe I'll, I do want to pay more attention to best of the Super Junior than I did last year. Did not give it the credit it deserves. Like Doki got a chance to shine. A lot of El Desperado's uh, rise was really showcased in the best of the Super Junior last year. It was at a, it was at a weird time. I think it was during Tag League. Yeah. So that kind of threw me off. So I like, yeah, it was later in the year. So now it's back in its rightful place, and I think it'll be fun to see what happens in, in Best of the Super Junior. So maybe I'll keep up with that. I don't know if I'll do every match, but we'll see. But, yeah, uh, uh, what's next? I, I forgot the name of it, but Zach and Okada's title match will be, I think, the next big show I'll probably talk about Uh in months, I, I think Show and Desperado will probably end up on that card. It's a couple other matches. Jeff Cobb and O'Connor, like they're gonna be fighting for the tag titles. So I forgot the name of it. It had a nice, it had a, it's a name in English. It's not one of the usual names I'm used to. 
Look up, yeah, look it up where Okada and Zach is supposed to be fighting. They announced it the next day, and I, 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 I was supposed to write it down. I did not write it down. <laughs> oh, that but, sounded uh, bad. That was a bad one. That what was is a bad that? little laugh? I have to edit it out. Um, nope. <laughs> Long Star Shootout Hyper Battle Twenty Two. I think that's what it's called. I think it's Hyper Battle. What day is it? Oh, what day it's is not this? Hyper Battle then. It's a week. It says from. April third to April ninth. Well, that's good. It could be. Uh, it's, it's is it Road Two, or is it something else? No, mutiny. Nope, nope. Well, you look at the card and find them. Don't just list shows. <laughs> find <laughs> Zach and Okada. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. Ah, uh, it ain't wrestling, don't talk who? Oh my goodness! I'm asking. I'm, okay. I don't know. That's why if I knew, I would have suggested it already. All right, all right. And it's in it's in Japan. We a Goku. Why why? All right, I'm, I'm messing with you. I'm messing with you. It's not. It is not. Has it even been? Yes, leaked? it is. Yes, it is. Okay, I was right. So it's hyper battle. It's hyper battle twenty. That's what I thought. I told the you it had a clunky night. name. I didn't know. The last. All night. right, that's what I said. That's because they do tours. So yeah, they're gonna. But it give didn't you say road two. It just had. It don't have battles. to be. It don't have to be. They're just gonna do multiple shows. All right. And the they're gonna call week. it all hyper battle. The whole week. Yeah, you know that's how they do some of the uh, some uh, the last night their main event, but like the junior title will probably have a night the main event. You know, it depends. It depends on how I have to look at all the cards because I, I, that's don't. my fault. But I knew it had a clunky name, so I should have just went with hyper battle because I knew it had a, a name that I wasn't used to hearing from New Japan cards. So. Yeah, Hyper Battle. I will be covering probably not everything on it, but the big matches, title cha- title the, matches possibly and all that. All definitely of the title matches are covered. on the last night. Okay, good. So that so it is just a bunch of warm-ups and the, so cool. Good. That's fine. That's even that's even better. So that means I just really need to focus on the last night, but I will be watching those warm-up matches cuz, you know, it's always nice fun fun stuff. Little context you get to the stories there. But okay. now it's time to get to uh our next part of the show. Yeah, we're going to go ahead and go through, uh, unless you don't have it, but the ROH Honor Card, since we're talking about independent wrestling, ROH Honor Card. Okay, so you just going to remix without talking to me about it. See, this is, see. We, 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 talk, no we talked about this the last podcast. Why would we talk about Buzz Down in the middle of all this wrestling? You said that. I never agreed. Oh, I you don't never care. agreed? <laughs> I, I don't I, care. Let's do it, it though. I'm going through it. I'm going through it. You Already set it up. Anyway, I just wanted to talk about uh, New Japan Strong's uh, Long Star Shootout, uh, the special card, because I'm talking about WrestleMania weekend. That's the reason why I was down there with the prediction, because mm. I was just putting all of WrestleMania weekend together. It's the only reason why I'm doing this. But anyway, besides that. There was a method uh, to my madness. Anyway, like I was saying, Alex uh, Coughlin, Fred Rosser, for all the, the former Darren Young, if you don't know by now, Dylan Kyle Cox. Who I do not, I'm not necessarily familiar with. I know Coughlin, not necessarily, I don't know Cox, but I don't watch Strong all the time, so I'm not expecting to know everybody. They are going to people, going against people I do know in Royce Isaac, J.R. Kratos, and Tom Blawler, aka Team Filthy. That's going to be fine. Uh, Finn Juice, nice to see them still around. They're going, uh, I think they're on teams with Daniel Garcia, yeah. So Finn Juice, Daniel Garcia. By the way, Jericho's Appreciation Society saying they're sports entertainers is. Hilarious. I have no problem with that. Get that heat in AEW. That was great. 
and they got they got Daniel Garcia, somebody who you're supposed to take completely serious, saying he's a sports entertainer. That is great. I love it. Anyway, sorry. Uh, got a little distracted because of Dan Daniel Garcia. But anyway, uh, Kevin Knight is in that is, is his partner. You got Mascara Dorada. You know we know Mascara Dorada. Uh, Grand Metalik, formerly uh, Clark Connors, Carl Fredericks, and you were you were more I'm glad uh, Dorada is back. I hope I'm right about that, but I think I'm right about Mascara Dorada. Anyway, yes, that's right. I'm right. Okay, good. I'm trying to make sure because they changed his name on me, but I know I I remember he was killing in New Japan before he signed to WWE. He, his mask is golden. Yes, it is the golden mask. It's yeah. always been golden. Just, yeah. Go ahead, Grand Metalik. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I, I mentioned that. Then we got Blake Christian versus Jonah, the former Bronson Reed. Like I said, a lot of lot of people, a lot of familiar faces here. Uh, Speedball Mike Bailey is making his debut, and he's gonna be fighting Switchblade Jay White. I kind of like how they both got some, you know, Speedball Mike Bailey, Switchblade Jay White. You know, kind of funny there. But anyway, Mike Bailey is probably gonna lose because he's fighting Jay White. And this is his debut, but he's a martial artist. I don't know much about him, but I, I hear he's decent, so that should be fun. Uh, Chris Dickinson versus Tom, Tomohiro Ishii. Dickinson, I'm sorry. You're probably going to get killed, but it's going to be cool because Dickinson is good. I, I've, I've watched a couple of strong matches uh, to see to see him sparingly. I don't get a chance to watch strong often, but... Yeah, and then we got Minoru Suzuki versus Killer Cross, the main event. I think I assume, but I don't know if it's going to be last. Either way it go, uh, the re- Killer Cross returning to the ring, and he's going to be fighting my guy Minoru Suzuki, a legend who's in America kicking ass. I think he's on two cards because I'm gonna talk about him now on the Ring of Honor <laughs> on the Honor card because Suzuki does Suzuki don't get tired, you know. Mm-hmm. Suzuki is a psycho, but anyway. Uh, by the way, he's fighting Rhett Titus for the ROH TV title. I don't know who that is. ROH, I'm so sorry because I ain't watched y'all in so long. I don't know. We got another TBA match, kind of like Seth Rollins has got going on. Ninja Mac in uh, Ring of Honor is going to be fighting TBA. Now, I wonder, how does this work? We know Tully Branch is going to be managing TV, whoever TBA is. So, there you go. By the way, uh, I don't know if you know, FTR, don't don't mess with Tully no more. I miss them firing him. I got to go back and rewind really? it. But they fired him. And they're baby faces, it seems like now, which is, I don't uh, mind it. But, yeah. So, there you go. Or they're not because I think they're still affiliated with the Pinnacle. So, I don't know. I don't know. AW is kind of weird. They don't really care what's it happened in whether you face or not. Maybe. I don't know. But I think they fired him. Uh, but they talked about him fired, so I know they fired him. Anyway, Mercedes Martinez uh, against Willow Knight. Nightingale, I was right. Cool. Willow Nightingale is going to determine the interim ROH Women's World Champion. So, big match right there. Singles match for the ROH Pure Champion, Josh Woods and Wheeler Yuta. Uh, Jay Lethal versus Lee Moriarty. That's going to be cool. Our boy Swerve Strickland versus Alex Zane. Oh. The former Ari Sterling in, uh, in NXT, Alex Zane. So, that's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. Uh FTR and the Briscoe brothers definitely gonna be fun, and I think I said earlier that uh, okay, no, I was right, yeah, because I said I, that was about that was in the strong event, so I'm tripping. This match is definitely the main event. That's why it's first on this list. See, I don't know why they did it that way, but that's why I started from the bottom instead. Of, you know what I mean? I started from the yeah. bottom on purpose because the Briscoe brothers and FTR is the co-main, and then we have the main event for the undisputed Ring of Honor World Champion Jonathan Gresham and Bandito. 
two guys that I do oh. know very, very well. Uh, Bandito's going to be with Chavo, so, you know, who knows who's going to come out with that one. I don't think you go wrong with either guy. Chavo says, you thought you'd get rid of me? <laughs> right? Still working with for Tony, I guess, now. <laughs> <laughs> Funny. I guess Tony said, you thought you'd get rid of me. <laughs> That's fair. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so, yeah, that that those are the cards that I wanted to run through. Uh so we're gonna do bu- we're doing buzz now now. Do you wanna go straight to rumors and stuff or what? How are we doing this? Um we can go straight to rumors and buzz down be the closer. The closer. Okay, cool. All right. So we 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 shifting stuff. Sometimes I'll keep I'll put I'll remember to start writing buzz down at the end of my notes. I don't remember. But anyway. Because you fine. know, that's that's a great way to end the show. It's always so much uh shenanigans to steal a word from earlier. That happened there. I think it'd be good at the end of the show. I write it where I write it because I don't necessarily have a lot to say, but it still works at the end. So that's fine. All right. So um, your rumors, tell us what you got. If if there's any WrestleMania spoilers, please refrain. I don't know. Definitely no spoilers. I mean, first of all, these are rumors. They can't confirm. Even if I told you something that was supposed to be a spoiler, just don't 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 listen. Just It's, it's not one. Most likely, it's probably not gonna happen. But anyway, yeah, I I wouldn't tell you guys something like that anyway because I wouldn't want to read it. Anyway, uh, this was kind of spoiled, I guess, but not really because I didn't watch it live anyway. And Bobby, and this, the first rumor was from PW Insider that Bobby Lashley returned on Monday Night Raw. Uh, so yeah, he did. De- he definitely returned. They they confirmed that the day of Monday. So I, I like to start off with Monday. So this was the rumor from Monday, and uh. Uh, there are images going around of a new WWE title with the blue streak in it. It's led to speculation that it would be the new unified championship. All right, so if you saw those images, that is a spoiler for you because I don't want that spoiled. If it's going to be a new belt, I want to see the new belt when they have it ready. Hopefully, it's nice. They can finally get rid of uh, this tired design. Hopefully, it's completely different than the other one. But then, what? I don't know. Maybe it's not. I wouldn't be surprised if it's not either. Might just be a a new <laughs> belt color, <laughs> or, or whatever. Might just t- I don't know. Have it black with the blue streak. With the blue streak or whatever. But I don't I don't know. I think you should have red and blue in it, right, to represent both brands. Because I don't know. Whatever. No. Doesn't matter. Uh, the Wrestle Observer newsletter notes that there has been no talk of a women's battle royal WrestleMania this year. I don't think they even have enough people that they're putting on TV right now for it. So, I mean, I guess they do because they did make a – they would have to call everyone back from the Royal Rumble probably. Like, they were stretched in at the Royal Rumble. So, are we really surprised that it's not a women's arm bar or whatever? That it's not a women's battle royale? No. Like, all they don't they, really have the roster that they have. All had, their women honestly. are in their tag. Yeah, they forced a lot of the, the women that they actually use regularly are in the tag. So, yeah. Uh – Kofi Kingston was originally set to wrestle Ridge Holland on SmackDown, and Xavier Woods replacing him was not listed internally. Uh, okay, so there you go. With that, whatever, doesn't matter. It happened. <laughs> so what's the point of telling us that? Fightful also said that multiple AEW deals will be coming up in May. That that seems logical. I remember when they started May, Oh, so they say Marco, Marco is not done yet, I guess. Because he, he claimed, uh, in FIFA, they say his stuff was coming up in May. So he, so that he's, he said that means that he's still under contract? Off. He said, that's why he tweeted, maybe my countdown was off. Ah, okay. 
His heat, he's supposed to have been done in like February. <laughs> mm, okay. Gotcha. They know who, and they say who he could be, who could be leaving the country, company. Could? I don't know, man. They're not even using them, so we'll see. He took uh, it out of his bio. He he really thought he was done for. <laughs> yeah, he thought it was over. Apparently, it's not. But anyway, uh, second, The Rock wants to do WrestleMania 39, according to Dave Meltzer, the one in Hollywood, I guess. Yeah. Uh, those working ideas to have him face Roman Reigns in Los Angeles next year, but are well aware his schedule could change. Yes, yeah. So y'all, so there, so I hope that means if that's the plan, you guys have an actual backup plan. Yeah. Yes. Because you know, then we end up with a trash, a nothing main event or something out of nowhere. Uh, I'm not surprised. Uh, the thing is, does, does this mean Roman Reigns is gonna have the unified title? For like over, he's gonna get over the thousand. Like he's gonna almost be approaching a thousand days. Yes, undefeated. I'm not against it, but who he gonna fight? I guess exactly. <laughs> How you gonna invest anybody Seth, in him over Seth the, the next backup? year? Seth should be the backup. Seth should be the backup. But if you want to keep Seth away from him, who does he fight? Going for it. That's that is believable. He's uh, gonna have to lose it before then and then get it back. Oh, I don't know. I hate to say that, but I just don't know. But like, like you just said, who else is even on that level? That's believable. They they book no one Cody like it. Rose. Okay, if he if he comes, they're gonna have. You're right. They're gonna have to be saved by some outside force. I Wyndham. agree. That's what you're saying. You're right. They're gonna have to be saved by some outside force. So yes, barring that, they're if they're saved by some outside force, I you're right. Roman can be champion. Uh. Or or Roman can lose the belt, but until then, then he's probably just gonna be champion. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, I I I, I thought that made sense anyway. The Rock and uh, Roman at uh, Los Angeles Hollywood, yeah, makes sense. Not surprised. Uh, verified Reddit insider. <laughs> Reddit insider again. Verified Reddit insider. How is it verified? Anyway, uh, he doubles down on saying Steve Austin and Kevin Owens will close WrestleMania. So. Ah, here. We'll see. I don't sure. care. Tony Khan and MJF had a heated discussion over the weekend after MJF's interview with Ariel Hawani, according to Fightful Select. How do y'all know? The site sources think Khan's issue wasn't with the content of the interview, but the fact AWPR team didn't know about it. The discussion left both men frustrated. <laughs> <laughs> Fightful also said MJF has been frustrated over his contract status of late. Ooh, ooh, wait, he who, wants more money. Who, MJF, really? I don't know. I mean, he didn't or say that last part. I just said that, that last part about the money. I don't know. He just, but they did say he's been frustrated over his contract status as of late. Maybe a title. So yeah, uh, his contract coming up in May. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know about that. We'll see. Uh, oh, Lord, why are we giving this dude the time? Anyway, uh, during a Twitter spat over the end spat? of their podcast, Mark Madden claimed, what? Oh, okay. So he was on Ric Flair podcast, and the Ric Flair podcast is gone? Oh, God. Wow. That Ric Flair podcast is gone already? Good. Anyway, I don't know. Good. I don't know if this Good. is his podcast or anyone else's. It doesn't matter. Uh Mark Madden claimed that Ric Flair was planning to go to AEW when the plane ride from hell episode of the Dark Side of the Ring aired. Now Tony Khan doesn't even talk to him and disinvited him 
from his birthday party. What? How is this? How is this news? Boo-hoo, Ric Flair, if that's true. And if not, uh, <laughs> boo-hoo, Ric Flair, if that's true. And if not, who cares either way, I guess. So what? I wouldn't be surprised if they wanted him uh, before that. I think every I think a lot of people would mind having Ric Flair associated with them before that, before people got reminded of that, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So That's not wrong. I don't need I don't need a disgruntled former podcast <laughs> mate <laughs> to tell me that. But anyway, uh PW Inside says WWE's bringing Shane McMahon to town for WrestleMania weekend, although they don't know if that means he'll be appearing on the show or either of the two nights. Why just cause hey that's it's his daddy. Uh, big it's a maybe, big event ran by maybe. his brother. I run, man. I'm maybe a big man. His kids want to watch. I'm a, exactly. I'm a big man. I can't go to WrestleMania <laughs> just because I don't work there. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> anyway, uh, prayer fight for select. There's interest in AEW bringing Tony Storm. Where we got that confirmed? Oh. <laughs> that was I guess that was Tuesday. No, that was uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Tuesday when they. No, it was Wednesday. <laughs> that was the day of. That's hilarious. The day of the somebody rumor. Somebody is really spot on. Was going on. Either somebody is really spot on or it's exactly what I think is going on. Somebody who actually works there is also <laughs> selling the rumors. <laughs> telling the rumors. That's what it is. Tony Khan himself is spreading some of these rumors. Anyway, uh, Meltzer speculates on Wrestle Observer Radio. The reason Kevin Owens and Steve Austin will set the main event WrestleMania says because WWE doesn't want to run the risk of anyone leaving after seeing Stone Cold. Oh, okay. So they're worried that people would leave after seeing Stone Cold, hmm. according to Meltzer. Really? I don't think so. You know why I don't want to hit it? You guys charge way too much. That's all I got to say. Y'all charge ways. I don't care if you're even rich. And then, then if you think about the people who really got the money, who go and buy a year up, you know, buy uh, tickets all the time, just yeah. saying they're going to WrestleMania just to go. You think they? You think they flew? However, they many miles they flew. We we was at a WrestleMania, so we know how many international fans and how many people actually also, come to see. And I don't know how it is now because of the pandemic and international travel. But what I'm trying to say is, is it's a lot of people who go to WrestleMania. But this Stone Cold thing was just money. announced like a month or so ago. Yes, people had tickets. Exactly. It was people who were going to be in them seats in Dallas before, way before Austin was even confirmed to do anything. We all can. You in Texas, so you expect Austin to appear anyway. It's WrestleMania. Yeah. He usually appeared anyway. Everybody from Texas appeared. In Texas, for the most part. Yes, usually that's what happens. I see JBL but then, out So there. this is not a big part of their WrestleMania bill. This ain't like... They've no. been, you know what I mean? And even if it is, it, I, I'm not buying that that's the, a good excuse or whatever because, like I said, even the cheap sheets, cheap cheap sheets, cheap seats at a WrestleMania right now, especially in, in Dallas, in that stadium, yeah, even the cheap sheets. I can't <laughs> say it. Why did I say it again? Cheap seats. Anyway, the nosebleeds. Cheap seats. Cheap seats. Cheap seats. Even the cheap seats. Or expensive. Yes. Or expensive. Or at least, like, a lot. Especially when you think about where you're sitting up there. Like, is it really worth? 
Yeah, when you're in the nosebleeds, is it really worth you're getting scorched by the, the however power. much money it is? Right, getting hit by loose signs, possibly falling on you. You know oh. what I mean? Who knows? Uh, I don't think. I think they're gonna have the roof open probably. In, uh, in I don't know. We'll see. Don't rain. Hope, yeah, for that look. We'll see. That that close it up though. At least that's that's how fancy that fancy that stadium is. They'll be fine either way. I don't even think they, I don't even know if they even open it up clear like skies. that usually. Oh, yeah, clear skies until Monday. Yeah, they'll be all right. It's Texas for the most part. Wouldn't be that bad they, anyway. They got they rid of all the bad Like I said, weather. they could close the hood, the top anyway. Even if even if I'm thinking about that right and they even open it, because I might be wrong there. I think they do have the capabilities of opening it, the top, but it doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, they do. They might choose not to. It's too much work. Yeah, it doesn't matter. The point is, uh, yeah, I don't think it's just about that. Like, it's a little bit too expensive to, to go to WrestleMania, in my opinion, to just leave because of a segment. You saw Stone Cold, now it's time to go. I don't know. I'm not really buying that one. And it's Meltzer, so there you go with that. <laughs> we just opinion. sit here and discredit somebody. That's all I do, all especially time. him. <laughs> I don't know, because Meltzer just be talking. Anyway, according to PW Insider, the WrestleMania 38 stage reveal will happen on Thursday via Dude Perfect. Yeah, that, that actually did happen. On his, <laughs> his Instagram, Miro said he's in Brooklyn shooting a pilot, which could be why he's still not back on it. What you mean, which could be? It is. If he's shooting a pilot, I, dare, I guarantee you that's why he's probably not at AW. Anyway, doesn't matter. A tenured member of the creative team told Ringside News that while Vince McMahon wants Steve Austin back in WWE more often, Stone Cold segment at WrestleMania 38 is a one-time deal. As an, yeah, duh. WWE plans to return to Saudi Arabia in late September. And Zarian, the guy who I've been quoting the most of the times for all, he always got something. Uh, <laughs> he, got a, he got a rumor every week. Anyway, uh, Zarian source, said, whoever his source is, somebody who works at WWE. The person from Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever his source is, uh, that show will likely be TLC 2022. So they're gonna do. They're probably gonna do another uh, mainline. No, not just Crown Jewel. If they even do a Crown Jewel, that's gone. They're now. gonna be because uh, that's done. Okay, so with that being done, they're gonna start doing these yeah, regular uh, themed pay per views in Saudi Arabia. Now it's just gonna be a part of their regular roundup, I guess. And then you know what? I think that's smart. I don't know. I don't understand why they used to call attention to it so much back in the day. Anyway, it should have just been another. They were, they I were, think the smartest way, to, but I'm saying with all that media attention, the smartest way to approach it was to not make a big deal out of it, yeah. and they tried to make a big deal. They were it. trying to wean you into it's like, it. No, no. They should have just like went you should have just ahead. did it. Like yeah, just pop up in Saudi Arabia, and you know, avoid the topic altogether. Right. <laughs> we're here. But maybe they anyway. had some things in place and some agreements. Oh, yeah. Who knows? Um, I don't know. All types of things that go in there. Yeah. Uh, now it's just a venue. So, uh, AEW's head of, according to FIFA Select, AEW's head of talent relations, Christopher Daniels, told Marco Stunt his contract wouldn't be renewed due to the company's growing roster and budget cuts. Stunt was also told plans. Oh, budget cuts. Budget cuts, right? Uh. Stunt was also told plans changed for Jurassic Express, the group he'd been part of when AEW launched. Yeah, I think I've I've heard that story multiple times now about that when it oh, comes yeah. to Marco's situation. So, yeah, yeah. kind of funny. It's not the first time. I mean, I'm just saying budget cuts. I'm not even going to go into our budget usual uh, direction we go when we bring up these subjects. It's just, you know, there you go. Something to think about. Mm -hmm. The issues between Tony Khan and MJF over MJF's interview 
with the area around it have been settled. I'm trying to tell you, Tony Khan is literally the one releasing these rumors, you guys. Because it's like, no, uh, 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 don't be putting out that me and MJF argued. We settled that. That's it, that's him. That is Tony, you guys. That is TK himself, the owner of the company. Is leaking. leaking stuff. I'm trying to tell you. I don't care what anybody say. Because that's just too that's that's come on now. It sounds like I'm literally having a conversation with myself as I go through the rumor. Uh, it's like you didn't you didn't read these ahead of time. I never do because I, I want to give you guys a good reaction. For real, this is what I do. I, I read it in the first time and I was like, I don't know if my reactions were good enough. I, I do this on purpose so I can react to these headlines with you guys. Uh, so, oh, Lord. Uh, I, I hear is disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, I can't lie. Some of these some of these rumors is trash. Okay, we got to be honest with you. Uh, Sean Ross Sapp. A Fightful Backstage Report podcast said MJF's frustrated because several people who AEW signed after him are now earning way more money than he does. Ooh, dissension. Now watch what. <laughs> let's see. Let's see on Friday if Tony Khan has shot that down. Anyway, uh, during the interview with Denise, uh, I, I Salcedo, I think is how you say her name, but she's she's always she's interviewing a lot of people these days. Great, you're doing a great job, Denise. Yeah, cool. Uh, Dave Meltzer uh, said he knows people close to Cody Rhodes who think there is a chance that he may back out of the match. I saw that this morning and I'm just like, shut up. All right, Dave. Because <laughs> I've also heard the opposite that 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 people close to Cody Rhodes saying, no, that's Weren't not Were we just celebrating true. that he signed a contract? That's no, exactly. Yeah, and first of all, backing out. Like, right. Like a week has passed. <laughs> Damn. Let him like just, I can't wait till we get this over with. I can't wait now. I just want it to be over. Whoever you are, just come out. If it's not Cody, fine. If it is, whatever. Just don't. Oh man, if it's Goldberg. <laughs> oh no. Man, what if it's Goldberg? No. All right. We don't want to think about that. Oscar and Bailey have been spotted in Dallas for WrestleMania once again. I cannot go to this big event. My company. I can't go to this big company event. I guess. You just can't show up there because now they're telling us that they spotted Bailey and Oscar. I'm just like, well, they work for the place. They're they're stationed there right they now. Were, they, they've probably been backstage after coming and doing PT this entire time. No, you just can't go to WrestleMania. Really? You can't have no affiliation with the company and go to WrestleMania. You're not supposed to be there. And even if they do have some type of involvement with WrestleMania or, or whatever, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, why does it matter that you've seen them in Dallas? It doesn't. Their company is in the the place that they work for is in Dallas right now. Yeah, Dallas. Dallas is the hub. Everybody likes everyone. Every, every wrestler is there, by the way, right now. It seems like every no, wrestler you can not, find on social not media. Not AEW wrestlers. There. You sure? Brian Cage said you, TK would prefer they did not show up in Dallas. Really? Ricky Starks did not care because I got a nice <laughs> picture of my boy Wale Mania. I'm sorry for snitching. Snitching gets stitched. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Ricky. But Ricky was in that nice photo with Melo. And uh, let's see. Let's see who was in. I think it was Melo. My boy Daniel Garcia. Yeah, Daniel, Danny Garcia, the one posted. This one. You know, somebody else I'm missing. Yeah, Chris Bay. Yeah, thank you for showing me. I'm sorry, Chris. But yeah. It, yeah, man. Ricky ain't listening because that's, that's, yeah, that's the same outfit uh, <laughs> Melo was wearing at Wale Mania. And Wale Mania is in Dallas. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> sorry, sorry for snitching, Ricky. Sorry. You, you pulled that out. Mo made me snitch on you, Ricky, not me. I didn't do that on purpose. Insider um, also says Bobby Lashley is now officially a baby face. 
No, he not. Yes, he is. He is a baby face. They did give him the baby face run out and, you know, the pop for going after Omos. But we'll see um, how long it lasts as far as him being a baby face. Because Omos still, is a heel. Uh, we'll see how long it lasts. But, yeah, Bobby Lashley is officially a baby face. I'm just laughing because it's like, yeah, if you watch the show, you can you can see that. Uh, Paul Heyman told Sports Media with Richard Deitch, I think that's his name, or Deitch, it, there is currently talk of him doing an uncensored podcast through WWE, but he won't do it if it's not done right. I have no problem with that. Paul Heyman, uncensored, just talking, telling stories, whatever. That'll be cool. But, yes, he's right. It has to be done right, just like anything they do at this point. It has to be done right. But that's the last rumor of the week. All right. Now we're going to move on to predictions. Oh, my goodness. All right. That was intense. So, NXT stand and deliver. Let's go from the bottom. L.A. Knight versus Walter Goon. Oh, yeah. I'm choosing uh, Gunta. Walter Goon. Gunta. Walter Goon. Walter. 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 Oh, God. I'm sorry. That was bad. I'm going to have to edit this. I'm going to have to edit so much. I'm going to make this job easier. Walter. 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 Okay. Then we got Tommaso Ciampa versus Tony D'Angelo. You see how I put the Italian on the end of D'Angelo? That's 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 your best Italian. Not really, but oh, okay. Uh, it just happened. I'm going <laughs> Champa. I, I was I was kind of I was mulling. <laughs> he was calling people mooly. It's it's a difference. <laughs> it's like a double O. I don't think he actually ever said mooly. I think I just put that in his mouth. Bold. Anyway, uh, pause. Whoa. Anyway, what are you pausing? Champa. I told Champa. Don't worry about it. I told Champa. All right, NXT Tag Championship match, Toxic Attraction versus Raquel and Dakota. Toxic Attraction. All right, all right. Uh, NXT Tag Team Championship Triple Threat match, Imperium, The Creed Bros, and MSK. This was harder than it sounded, actually, but I'm going Imperium. Oh, oh, you changed it? Yes. Oh, okay. NXT North American Championship ladder match, Carmelo Hayes. Santos Escobar, Solo Sika, Sikoa, I'm sorry. Oh, Solo Sika. I, I, I dropped that O. Sikoa. Uh, Grayson Waller and Cameron Grimes. Man, that's a, you made that. Why did that seem like you listed like more, more people than you did, actually? It felt like you just listed a lot of people for a second there. Anyway, yeah, go on, I Cameron. I the whole government. <laughs> well, go on, Cameron Grimes here. And, uh... Yeah, uh, he's the only one that got the state. The, hey, man, whenever you start mentioning real relatives who passed away, <laughs> how could I bet against you, my guy? You got you got your motivation that the other wrestlers just don't have. And also, uh, I hate picking against Melo because Melo don't miss, but that's a future NXT champion right there, so I ain't worried about it. I'm not worried about that. NXT Women's Championship, Fatal 4-Way, Mandy Rose, Cora Jade, Io Shirai, and Kaylee Ray. This is harder than you think. You would think. I promise you I did not think I was going to have to think that hard over that match. Ooh, you mulled over it. I definitely mulled over that one. Uh, Mandy Rose is where I came. I, I concluded to go with my very, very original first mind, and that was to pick Toxic Attraction to end up retaining all of their championships in the women's division. Uh, it just didn't make sense to change the titles uh, here in both cases, really, the more I thought about it. But if it if it does happen, it is what it is. But 
Yeah, that's that's land deliver. They do it. That's not it. No, dolphin brawn. How did I forget about that? Okay, go ahead. Dolphin brawn. How did I forget about that? Breaker. That's wise because I just knew Bre- I know Breaker's gonna win. Because his like dad it. and his uncle getting in the Hall of Fame. And like, I wrote and I wrote Rose last on my list. That might be why I, I was looking at that. So anyway, yeah, uh, that's standing the little, and they're doing it at this weird time. Twelve Central, one Eastern, ten Pacific. On the same day as WrestleMania Night One, and ooh. Some, it's, that one might not get watched till Monday. Kickoff show what? is at eleven central. But uh, I'm talking about I'm, I'm talking about other people. I'm gonna have to watch it live. But I'm talking about <laughs> I gotta watch it live. I'm, gonna, that's what I, I'm reviewing them, so whatever. But I'm saying if you're not, if you don't really care about what's going on in NXT, you're probably not gonna watch this. Because I think we talked about this once before. Yeah. As a matter of fact, didn't didn't they propose this in the rumors like last year? I think. Yeah. And we was like, (laughs) that's too much. No, don't do NXT on the same day as Mania. Oh, I'm gonna be exhausted. Yeah, I think this is this is exactly because I I just brought up deja vu. I'm gonna have to find that old clip. God. Of us talking about this literally a year ago because that is insane. But anyway, the point is. Uh, it's gonna be a lot of wrestling there. I don't. I really feel for the people who got takeover tickets and uh, <laughs> yeah. supposed to be going to night one because I don't know how you're gonna make it. I don't either. Uh, Bang Energy, Bang Energy, Bang Energy is about to make some you gonna money. Have people having heart attacks. Who, who else about to make some money? I'm trying. I'm just Starbucks. Uh, everybody who yeah, the Starbucks. The coffee vendor in the in the, uh, the arena. The, exactly. They're about to make some money coffee, this coffee. weekend. Coffee. I got your coffee here. They're about to make some money this weekend. Yes. Anyway, uh, speaking good of money, night one. Good money. What's, what's going on on night one? Night one, we have. Like WrestleMania, <clears throat> by the way. This King King Woods <laughs> and Kofi Kingston versus Sheamus and Ridge Holland. All right. Yeah. Uh, I'm going Ridge and Sheamus. Uh, I was originally going with the New Day, but I was like, I need to balance it out. I can't have so much baby face prevailing. And wow. I think, yeah, I think the New Day are prime for the pick. Okay. The <laughs> SmackDown Tag Team Championship, Usos versus Shinsuke Nakamura and oh. Rick Boos. Uh, I, I, they've been doing a decent job, especially on SmackDown, because on SmackDown, the people really like uh, Boogs and uh, and, and Nakamura together. It seems, it, seems, it seems that they like them for what they've been given. They haven't really been given a lot of time on television, all you know, consistently, but... You know, uh, these last few weeks they have, and they've been picking up some steam, and they all it's over whenever you say Rick Boog's name, and I guess he's impressive in in the spurts that he's that I've gotten a chance to see him. So uh, it was a chance that they could beat the Usos, but I just don't see it. The Usos are you know on top of the world. They're in two hundred and something days. The SmackDown Tag Champions is not getting uh you know combined with anything, so they might as well just continue to roll on and try to go as long as they can, just like Roman. Yep, bloodline forever. Anyway, um, Drew Mac, Drew <laughs> McIntyre. That sounds a little biased. Oh, it is. <laughs> are you bloodline biased? It is a hundred percent biased. A lot of people are bloodline biased. It is. It is like one thousand percent biased. Like we'll talk about it later when I talk about my bias for today. But it is so biased that bias is not even the right word for it. Okay. Drew McIntyre versus Happy Corbin. <laughs> McIntyre. 
not even a discussion. Seth Rollins versus To Be Announced. TBA. I don't even really know. It doesn't really matter who it is. Seth probably is not going to beat him. Uh, who is it? Who is it? Right? Who? Who is it? Who? You know, uh, I for real, I, I'm, I honestly don't know. I have to predict this again, and I still don't know. I was supposed. I could have came up with a prediction now, and I just don't want to commit to anybody. Yeah, because uh, because the Cody stuff, who knows? Doesn't really matter. Nobody knows. He could have never because honestly, he could sign. He could have, and the funny thing is, he could have signed a contract and still not be the guy tonight. That's true. He'll, and he could just come out tomorrow money. or whenever. <laughs> exactly. Like, like I said, it's so much. And ooh, then it's WWE. Ooh, ooh, so who's to say it's not going to be Goldberg? Who's to say it's not going to be the Fiend? What the Fiend can save them. I don't think people be mad they saw him come back, name? but I just don't think that's going to happen either. Huh? What's that dude's name that they were hyping last year? The uh, the wrestler dude, amateur wrestler dude. Olympic Gable? Dude. Yeah, what if it's him? Then Gable Stevenson. Uh, it's going to let people down. Even uh, Unless he come out, he might have to come out and do something crazy. Like He'll have to do something we never seen before, and then maybe he can win people over. But even then, I don't necessarily – I think people still going to be bummed out. There's going to be a lot of Cody chants. People might – Turn on the entire night. You got. They have to be careful where they schedule it. If they, cause like I'm just saying, some people are gonna be bummed, bummed out because they feel like they played, they paid some of their money for Cody. Now I'm gonna be honest with you, you played Stupid. yourself because they never promoted Cody. <laughs> you played yourself. They literally promoted everybody. But I'm just else. saying, you know, that don't mean they're gonna uh, not turn on the show. So uh, I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, I'm going TBA either way because you don't. Somebody who's debuting or returning at WrestleMania or whatever it is. Yeah, I doubt they're going to lose there. All right, John Cena. Um, Ray That's another pick right there. John Cena. <laughs> Ray and Dominic Mysterio versus The Miz and Logan Paul. Yeah, I'm going with The Mysterios. Uh, just the one time where even I, I know I, 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 you'll see later that I'm not following the celebrity rule. I, everyone will be picked. We might turn on the show. The crowd might turn on the show because Logan Paul wins <laughs> if they do this. Nobody wants to see Logan Paul pinning Rey Mysterio or or even Dominic for that matter. Like no. just just let the Miz eat the pin or let Logan Paul eat the pin because he's not even a wrestler. I, I think you should do that, but doesn't matter anyway. Uh, Logan Paul might do something impressive. I don't really care either way because I just don't care about Logan Paul. It ain't really nothing he can do. Even if he show up, he could do a bad bunny, and I probably still would just be like, all right. I'm glad you took it seriously. <laughs> and that's it. I don't I don't care about Logan Paul that much. But anyway, he's doing a good job of getting heat, so I can't give him credit where that's due and we'll see how the match turn out. But that's why they don't have no money. Mysterio booking Logan Paul. Exactly. It's like the twelfth time I done seen him. Right? Like, go away. Anyway. <clears throat> I agree. The, I, uh, I never who, I never asked for him. So. Who's gonna win the Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Kevin Owens? Confrontation. We all win. I'm sorry, I probably just screamed with somebody's headphones. We all win. That wasn't that loud. Wasn't that good? Wasn't that loud either? Uh, Anyway, I was just saying, no one's losing. It doesn't matter. It's not really a match anyway. Austin is the last man standing, most likely, anyway. If that's your prediction, there we go. Steve Austin is going to win if you don't say that. But no one is. We're all going to win. It's going to be an Austin segment. Anytime Austin is back, and he's definitely going to probably at least give a stunner. Why not? It's going to be a good time, most likely. All right. Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belia. Yeah, I, I, I didn't have to do This wasn't really difficult at all. Maybe it's because I, maybe I'm putting uh, 
you know, and this ain't necessarily Becky's call, just like I, because I, I feel like Becky, if it was her call, probably would have put over Shayna at WrestleMania before she left. You know, but that wasn't her call. So I feel like knowing what I know about Bianca, I mean, knowing what I know about Becky, she would want the story to end with Bianca kind of getting this victory back. But at the same time, it's not necessarily her call. So it's just like when people say about Charlotte. It's like even if Charlotte feel like the story should end with someone else going over, is she going to tell Vince, hey, no, I should lose my belt here? <laughs> like, no, no, like not too many people is going to do that. So – uh, you know, as much as I like to say that that's you know Becky's the Becky's just a better person, so she's gonna do it where Charlotte wouldn't or whatever. Who knows? Who cares? But I can see it going either way. Honestly, I can see Becky winning. I just feel like it'd be the wrong move. Bianca has to win here, get her victory back. You put her officially on that level with the man who is already you've put on the level with Charlotte. So at least we got another woman up there that. Possibly even down the line could have her own feud with Ronda Rousey or something, you know, whatever, you know, down the line. Bianca can be uh, a really, really, we know what Bianca is. Bianca's a star, and I think you're missing the boat here if you don't go and let Bianca get the victory and let her retain, kind of get that heat back from that uh, embarrassing loss at SummerSlam. I agree. Um, And then Charlotte versus Ronda. But after you do that prediction, I got to pose a question for you. Go ahead. Okay, that's easy. I'm going Ronda just because uh, I just think, I mean, Charlotte, I mean, do we really, do Charlotte needs a vic- need a victory here? Not really. Uh, and uh, the spot, I, I don't really know what else to say. The, the build going up into this point has definitely been lackluster. That's another thing I'll say, Bianca's them. You know, I think Becky has had some comments uh, to Ariel Hawini about just basically how, you know, it doesn't matter who goes on last out of those two women's matches because her and Bianca has the better better product, you know. you you got She said you have to be an idiot to look at their stuff and say it's better than what Becky and Bianca's doing. And I think that's true. Uh, and uh, so that kind of takes away from any kind of excitement here. So, but I just think it's going to go. I think Ronda's going to retain her championship. And, uh, Ronda is going to... Get the She's going to win it, but it's kind of retaining it back. It's not retaining it. To me, it's, re- it's going she back to... She never had the SmackDown title. It doesn't matter which okay. one. You know they're interchangeable. I'm saying oh, she's going back. The blue and red belt is interchangeable. It is. So what I'm trying to say is that they, they literally proved that. I know. I know. <laughs> That's say, why I said you're right. Okay, I'm about you're to say. Right. I can't, I'm not even disrespecting. They did it. They did it right in they front just, of us. They just switched belts. They just switched it. So it doesn't matter. So the point I'm saying is... Be, we're going backwards in time is what I'm kind of meant there. Yes. Like, Ronda's going to be right back on top. The only That's why I feel like it'd be even more important for Bianca to kind of be give us something fresh. Because even though Ronda would be a fresh champion, I think we all can keep – because, again, same thing I'm, I was asking about Roman. You know, who's next, who's next for Ronda or Charlotte on SmackDown that we take seriously? Nobody. Is that unified? I mean, I guess the, Sasha and them, but if they the champion, if they the tag champions, which we'll get to, or if not, I mean, I'm just trying to see, like, where do you necessarily go? Even if you go Sasha, if you go Naomi, we don't see neither one of them beating Ronda. <laughs> Heel or babyface. They're not going to let them beat Ronda, probably. No. So, again. But, anyway, that's another reason why I think Ronda's going to win, and we'll just have to see where they go after that, but... Not too optimistic either way. That's honestly why I feel like Bianca and and uh they got at least let Bianca. I know that they said Bianca and uh and Becky may go first, but they probably should be at least after Charlotte and Ronda because I feel like that match 
got way more well, of a main event bill. The way WWE has it on the website, they have uh, Charlotte and Ronda going last. Yeah, and I think, that's, I, I think that's what's probably going to end up happening. That's going to be last match. They wrote it like that, but I'm pretty sure Kevin Owens and them might end up being that main event segment, like they said. But who knows? doesn't really matter. Because uh, like, like, like Becky said, the main event sometimes doesn't really have anything to do. A lot of, depending on what happens, like if Cody show up, that's probably going to get the headline. Uh, or not even just the Cody thing. Uh I think Bianca being the new champion, like all of that, even with Ronda winning the title, it could be a headline, but I don't know if we'll necessarily remember who goes last. That's fair. But I do think it is in danger of, since we know where it's possibly going, would that match, let's say let's say they let us down, let's say they let the crowd down with the, uh, with the you know, who's coming out there. Uh-huh. I think that's another reason why Austin might be there to go last, to keep uh-huh. you there just in case. It's not who you thought it was. Like it's supposed to be coded, and it's yeah. oh no, it's it's Goldberg. Ah. But you're not gonna leave because you ain't seen Austin yet. Oh. You haven't seen Austin yet. You can't ride though. Um. So my question to you is: In these situations, you got both of the challengers reti- or winning the title. Do you feel like that is what's really going to happen, or you think one of them is going to retain and one of them is going to lose? And I just don't see a reason for either one of them to retain. They've done. Becky is literally undefeated for three years. So like what uh, she beats Bianca, where do you? I mean, you possibly can go Rhea later, Rhea next maybe, or you know, pop, but we've been down the live road. So again, I ask you, where do we go? And like I said, she's already undefeated, and like pretty much in these tag in in title matches, and she's been champion ongoing since uh, what pre pandemic? Yeah, yeah. So there you go. So if she, you've been doing that that long. That doesn't need to continue. And then when it comes to Charlotte. I have the same question I asked. That the problem, the thing is with SmackDown, the, that whole women's division is just non-existent. Not really a division right now, right? And it's just like, okay, where do you necessarily go uh, with Charlotte? Also, there, and I just don't necessarily know if they're gonna let Ronda lose straight up to Charlotte. Uh, they could, but I just don't necessarily see that happening. All right, we're gonna we're gonna shift gears on the Sunday night, uh, the most important night, obviously. Is it? Yes. I guess with the way these cars are, I guess so. Nah, and with the main about. event. Bobby Lashley versus Omos. And with tradition. So, yeah, I guess so. Bobby Lashley versus Omos. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I actually was, like, worried for a second. Like, maybe they want to give Omos this moment. But I was just like, no, you know, even though it's a last-minute thing, I don't really have much of a build to go off here. You know, maybe that maybe you give Bobby Lashley that win. I'm going with Bobby. I could be completely wrong. I really don't have a good argument either way. And that's why I kind of just went with who I would want to win here. Uh, but, uh, yeah, because Omos, I don't think it hurts him to lose to Bobby. And they kept they keep bringing up. And Omos, by the way, hadn't been knocked down until what Bobby did to him Monday. So, you know, he's going to have to lose sometime. You might as well let him lose to Bobby right now while he's young. Got excuse. You could build him up easily. Six months from now, Omos can be even, you know, even more dominant. Is what I'm trying to say, and it yeah. wouldn't, it wouldn't stop anything. No one's gonna be like, oh my god, you lost to Bobby Lashley. Dang, you weak. You're not, a, you're not a dominant giant. Like, nah, he lost to Bobby Lashley. Right, lost lost to the Lashley. Almighty. So yeah. Um, Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory. Uh. I'm going uh, off the theory winning the match. I think I, I wrote down. I was. I, I don't know. 
It's just don't I just don't see them letting an announcer beat the new young up and come. Even if it is on WrestleMania, now nah, they could prove me wrong. I know Pat McAfee is gonna show out. He's gonna still he might surprise everybody. If if it goes like it went with Adam Cole, he was he's definitely gonna shock a lot of people who who may not know just how good he can be. So I feel like that'll be fun uh, either way it goes. Uh, but uh, I don't, I'm not really sure, in my opinion, where to go there, uh, in all honesty, because the more I think about it, I kind of flip-flopped again uh, when it comes to that one. But, yeah, theory is – I'm going to stick with my initial thoughts again there with Austin Theory because uh, I just don't necessarily think – you would make him lose so right now. But then again, he's another guy that has time that you can make the case that losing here wouldn't be the worst thing in the world, you know. But it's it's Pat McAfee. Like, the commentator having a victory, like, do you take theory seriously the same if he loses to the commentator, even if it is mm. Pat McAfee? I don't know. It's just weird. So I think I think Pat McAfee may get, like, the, the big moment or, like, the last laugh or almost beat theory. But Theory gets the actual victory. Okay, okay. Uh, women's Tag Team Championship match, Queens, Alina, Carmella, Sasha Banks, and Naomi, Rhea Ripley, and Liv Morgan, and Natalia and Shayna Baszler. You do not have to do that. Uh, well, no, they don't have names. Well, yes, they do. I forgot their name. It doesn't matter. You did okay. right. You did right. Shayna and Natty claim to have some name. Oh, I forgot what no. it was off time. It doesn't yeah, matter. We don't talk about it. It doesn't that. matter. It doesn't matter because Rhea and Liv doesn't, don't have a name, I don't think. Yeah. I don't think they do. So it doesn't matter. Nobody has a name, so you did. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody have a tag name, so I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I'm going with Sasha and Naomi. Here we go once again where it kind of – I just knew – I think we both <laughs> kind of confirmed the tag champions are not getting it back. Like, you you broke – you know, Carmella won't even be here, I think, after Mania. No, no, she's, she's, she's going straight to get married. Yeah. So there you go with that. And uh, so, you know, yeah, not going to happen. Zelina Zelina will not be a champion after Sunday. Uh, but I, I think we go with Sasha. Naomi kind of swayed me even all the way more to her side with her basically saying she hasn't had gold in years and, you know, she just can't wait to win. And, and Sasha's, her record, they got two things that I feel like it would be nice to just give them the victory and they can rectify, like the fact that Naomi hasn't had gold in a long time. And Sasha's 0-6 at WrestleMania. Why not let her get a tag team victory here? Uh, just to at least fix that record a little bit. There's no point in Dang. having the reverse Undertaker going on. <laughs> There's no point in doing that. Oh, yeah, that would be terrible. Um, Next up, the Raw Tag Team Championship match, Randy Orton, the Street Profits, and Alpha Academy. Yeah, um, I, I was, I didn't know. I, I was liking, I was thinking, like, Street Profits win, heel turn. But I'm like, do are they going to do that on WrestleMania? Nah. I'm like, ah, probably not. So I'm going RK Bro to retain. All right, John Knoxville versus Sami Zayn. Believe it or not, this match was harder <laughs> to figure out for me for some reason. I thought, yeah, I had to think about it for some reason. And uh, it was only because, like I said, the, the celebrities, they usually get moments in like like last year, especially in tag matches, they win. The thing that made me go to Knoxville's side is that they kept reiterating that anything goes. And I was like, okay, well, he can have the jackass guys come out there and help him. Or the jackasses. I should have just said the jackasses. Could have just had the jackasses come help him. And, uh, you know, uh, he's going he's gonna to obviously take a shit ton of damage because he's Johnny Knoxville. Johnny Knoxville does stupid stuff for a living. So, you know, taking bumps. I'm not saying he should have a 
he shouldn't be able to take more than your average wrestler. But I'm saying he should be able, to, yeah, you know, he had a couple bumps. He should in. be able to take some pain, right? He's, he's in Knoxville, so uh, but I think Knoxville will actually get the victory, mostly because they love disrespecting Sammy Zayn like that. <laughs> Honestly, they love disrespecting Sammy. Uh, but yeah, uh, I, I I swayed a little bit on that one, but I'm going Knoxville. Uh, and it's, it's anything goes, he's gonna find a way, some crazy bump, most likely, or something. Uh, you know, and we'll see, but I think that's gonna happen. All right, Edge versus AJ Styles. Uh, I'm going AJ Styles here. You know, I think AJ can get this first victory here at WrestleMania, and then, like, I don't think Edge's new character necessarily needs to win the match. They're gonna obviously kill it. I think they're gonna steal the show. It might be the match of the weekend, who knows? Uh, but. You know, as a matter of fact, I don't even know if you can consider that stealing the show because I don't think it'll be a shock. You know, I don't think it'll be stolen. People would, people are expecting this to be probably the best match of the weekend yes. or at least one of the best matches. So uh, the thing is, though, I really don't know because they could give this to Edge and then still try to continue the story. You can kind of book it either way and have either guy win and still keep this going on forward because I don't necessarily think this build uh, – needs to end here. I think it can get it can get even more personal probably. But it doesn't it doesn't matter. I I've gone AJ Styles here. I and I don't have a problem with being wrong because I said like I said, you can make a case with either guy. I don't I, I can't really argue against any case anybody makes for Edge. All right. Now it's time for the most important match of the night. The WWE championship versus the Universal Championship winner take all unification match. Mouthful. Brock Lesnar. Versus Roman Reigns. Yes, the match that they've been trying to get us to grasp and enjoy for a decade, it feels like. <laughs> you know? Uh, finally, this chapter will be over, hopefully, and Roman Reigns will win. It can't go any other way because if it go the other way, that means it ain't over. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we'll have to see it again. And, and nobody we don't need to. to. We don't need to. Not for a long time. They don't, give me like two or three, four, five. Give me a decade. Of a break from this feud. Brock doesn't have. A Matter of fact, they don't have to ever fight again. I, I, I mark my words. Brock Lesnar. As a matter of fact, that's the title of this episode. Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns do not have to fight ever again after this weekend. That's a long title. Okay, so I'm going to just say they don't have to ever fight again. This is it. This is it. Uh uh-uh, uh no. Last thing I remember titled "This Is It" was triggering for me. Oh, was it because he died? Yeah. It was literally it. No, I can't do that. I don't want that. It was literally it's it. Some, it's got some bad karma. Yeah, I didn't like that. I didn't like how they played out. I don't even play with that phrase like that. That's why I say, yeah, I'm done with this. I don't say stuff like this is it. I don't say that. Okay, okay. That, that has been the uh, WrestleMania weekend predictions. Um, That has been the rumors. Now we're going to talk about me losing my marbles. Okay. Hear me out. Hear me out. So last week, I think I, I caught you all up on my journey with learning Korean and um, how that's been going. I have an update. So apparently I have learned 257 Korean words. I thought this was 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 uh, wrong. So I tried to recall all of the words that I know. And it turns out I do know 257 words. It's impressive. Quite impressive. Yeah, it's impressive. Um, last week, I think my Friday favorites were J.K. Um, ugh, 
Go back and listen to the pod. It's been a oh week. Oh, my goodness. You don't even know. Things have happened. It was JK Friday. I know that for a fact. Um, which is why it's, it's, it's getting disrespectful to how I do the rest of my favorites. Anyway, today's favorites are Jimin of BTS. Jimin. Apply for Jimin. I got to okay. give everybody a pop. Yes. Young of NCT 127. This one doesn't need a pop. And Suho of XL. That, that, was, <laughs> that was disrespectful. Wow. It, okay, inside joke. So apparently when we first started trying to figure out who everybody was in XL, I was getting Suho confused with Chin. And to this day, I'm still not 100% sure. So it's just, it's just unconscious subconscious disrespect that uh is attached with that anyway so for for my favorites today i have jimin news um jimin i'm gonna have to start marketing this show to the uh to the stands right the, the stands, stands gonna gonna expand our because if you have no clue what's going on i'm sorry because most sometimes i don't know you know anyway um, Jim and OST comes out <laughs> on on the the ninth, allegedly the ninth. Go to Netflix, watch it. Our blues. Um, <clears throat> we have goals. Ah, we promoting something. We have that goals. Don't need promoting. We have goals. That's my I point. <laughs> These people are sick, you guys. Like they got a, a a spreadsheet of like rules to follow so they can get Jim and on the charts. It's 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 sick. <laughs> These it's hilarious. Fans are sick. Anyway, These people are wild, y'all. The I'm day before, lying. on April 8th, uh, BTS <laughs> have a variety show coming out that's going to be streaming completely on Twitter. It's called Free Fire. It's a mobile game. They're going to be playing it. Um, Sounds like it'll be fun. Also, on my birthday, April 3rd, Sunday, this weekend, BTS will be performing at the Grammys. BTS will also be winning a Grammy. So you see, you see Roman and you guys, you see what she'll be watching. I'm watching both. <laughs> no, okay, I'm watching both. We just broke down wrestling for an hour just for her to tell you guys her true intentions. That's why I said. That's why I said Sunday is the is the mo- the most important day. Yeah, you definitely didn't mean about wrestling. I know. I meant it because Roman's gonna win. Uh-huh. BTS is gonna win, and I was born. I was brought into this world on that day at nine forty something in the wow, morning. Wow, what an ego! I have such a huge ego right now. But that's okay. Let me pin a dollar to your chest. No, I have thin skin. Anyway, anyway, out of time by the weekend's music video is coming out Tuesday. <laughs> I just, for some reason, my mind went to a deep thought process about the thickness <laughs> or the thinness of your skin. I, I did. And I was mean like, it well, let me clarify that she meant that literally. <laughs> I did. I did mean it literally. I have thin skin. Um, that's another that's another situation. TMI kind of. Anyway, huh? <laughs> today's TMI have thin skin. Um. Anyway, I'm going to make sure that uh, K-pop and the world of, of Korean culture takes over. This weekend, I'm making spicy Korean chicken stew. Um. I'm gonna share the recipe in the in the in the tweet that he puts out after this. What? So you'll yeah, I'm doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. For what? I'm joking. Like when? When did that happen? <laughs> I just made it up. Anyway, um, that is it for uh Mo's marbles. As you can see, I have indeed lost my marbles. All right. Thank now, you. Thank now, you. Thank you, guys. Thank you. 
Now it's time for the uh, Bust Down Episode 3 review. Oh my gosh. Tell us about it. I mean, like I said, honestly, don't take this show seriously. <laughs> That's what I have to say. Like sometimes even when we do stuff on this show, don't take us seriously. But the same thing on Bust Down. Just don't take this show seriously. Like from the opening scene of Episode 3, I was just reminded of just how crazy the people and just how crazy this show in general really is like it is insane like just literally i promise just go book go to peacock if you have it go to bust down episode three and just listen to what he said in the just look at the opening scene and tell me i'm telling i'm lying if you tell me i'm lying that, that was nothing outrageous nothing culture nothing caught you off guard at all about anything that chris <laughs> said in that opening scene but anyway uh I don't know what to tell you about Chris and Jack, honestly. The, this Them two as a character in general. I wrote that down literally as they were just making me lose brain cells for trying to figure them out. They are out of their damn minds, and I mean that literally. It's just insanity. I, 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 don't, I can't even give it justice just how crazy they are. Like, for example, Jack, Jack... It was ladies night. What was even going on? Ladies no, got something so for no, you? No, no, Chris. What was going Chris on? Had a Why VIP did Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris, Chris, of course, because he got alienated from the party because he's that much of a what? I don't even know how to describe. Weirdo. He's, he's, he's out of weirdo. his mind. Yes. He's no one weirdo. wants to be around him. No one wants to be around him at all, and he only wants women in his VIP section. So Jack, being the idiot he is, in the house putting heels on. Putting all Sam's girlfriend's heels on, Nina. trying to Nina. Okay, put Nina's heels on, and just about <laughs> to break them most likely. The toes poking just, out. Yeah, it was. He's an idiot. This is the point I'm trying to get across. And what he, yeah, I I can't really even explain anything about them and give it just so the the episode focuses on two more normal people of the of the four, even though they are both Steve. on the edge. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. Anyway, <laughs> this episode focused on the backlash of Sam having a side chick. We mentioned in the last episode, you know, the baby and all of that, and you know, the guilt kind of played a factor. And then I write, I wrote this this way on purpose, like Langston's light skin anger, like that's literally a part of the story. I'm not saying that on part. I'm just saying it's literally a part of the story that is, you know, his skin color and him getting angry in regards to it and. Those are real life issues like infidelity and you know colorism. Uh, colorism. Yeah, that that's real stuff. But they touch on it in the most nonsensical and just hilarious yes. way possible. Oh, and like they had to put a poop joke in there. And they and they had to be disgusting. They are that exact. So far they has to they have to be a little bit disgusting or a lot. Oh. And then <laughs> and then they have to approach subjects that may be you know, like I said, serious in other in most aspects when you hear about them, and they just make um I'm not gonna say a mockery out of them, but they just don't take it seriously. That's all I have to say. Just don't go there thinking you're gonna get some le- legitimate co- uh, commentary on colorism, or she's gonna get her come up and for infidelity. Nope, nope. none of that gets solved. Mm-mm. But a lot of funny stuff happened, and like I said, the moral to this episode was just don't cheat and leave parties. Slash barbecues, whatever. Leave places like that if you get angry at them. Don't stay and make everybody else's day and party and all that worse. Because that's what Langston end up doing. Yes. <laughs> but anyway, uh, great episode in my opinion because we definitely laughed the whole time. That's one thing I'll say. If the, if the point of the show is to make us laugh, 
It is, but it ain't, it's definitely not a part to. It's not definitely not a show to give a lot of thought to, because everybody's out their damn mind. Even Langston, I, I told you Langston was normal after the first episode, and yeah. now we kind of got a chance to see that he is also out of his mind. So, yeah, what a cast of characters. That's all I have to say about Bush now, man. Like, what a cast. Woo, woo. What a cast. Uh, but yeah, that's it. You know, it's been an hour and twenty. This is a WrestleMania weekends, a big lot of stuff going on, a lot of content out there, a lot of wrestlers meeting up with Wale Mania and just like the whole entire WrestleCon and just all the week just everything that WrestleMania brings, uh just the energy around wrestling fans and podcasts like this and whatever whoever you listen to. So I I appreciate anybody taking the time to listen, especially if you got all the way down to an hour and twenty minutes this weekend. Like I I can understand not having time. So I appreciate you guys listening, getting here with us, taking in uh, Moe's Marbles. You know, glad you guys got a chance to experience that. We got more of that coming, going forward. Listening to the trash rumors, listening to the good rumors, all of that. Thank you for listening to us. And you know what? How I usually end these. I only have one thing to say. Adios. Adios.